How much time till we're on? Come on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. See, it's doing it to you as well. Mate, that's bullying. Stop throwing stuff at me. Hello, welcome to it, by the way. Uh, this is Sports Day, Thursday night edition. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here. See, it does. Once you hear that... Dun, 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 dun. You feel hard, don't you? Rock yeah. hard. What? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Hey, welcome to it. It's... um. If you're a Rabbitohs supporter, a bit of a sad day. We've uh, we've lost a, a legend of the game, Sats. And it's funny, last night we are talking about, oh, or maybe the night before, we are talking about underrated players and sports stars and whatnot. He's a man who's certainly a great example of that. Yeah, well done, Woogie, uh, touching on it straight away. And I see Steve from Dubbo has said, he said, it's been a great week, fellas. Let's bring it home and RIP the great Paul Sate, who was one of the great, uh, one of the great Rabbitohs, played over 200 games for the Rabbitohs in, in all grades. Uh, won a couple of comps in 70-71. He played in the 69 where they lost to the Tigers. Uh, made his debut in 68. Missed out in the 68 grand final against Manly. Yep. I think him and Bobby McCarthy, set, they played in the reserve grade grand what? final. What? I know. It was it's stacked seriously? South Sydney side. Yeah. Um, 67 grand final, I think it was, uh, that, uh, with Macca. But anyway, he, but he's uh, he's such a great player. When I... When I used to talk to my father about it. I was going to ask you, uh, what, yeah. what, what what did Joe man have to say about this bloke? Well, as you walk into our studio, don't yeah. you, Woogie, I've got a picture on the wall of some memorabilia that I just had at home. And one of them is, I, listeners, can you remember back in the 50s, 60s and 70s when they used to play the grand finals at the SCG? And it might have been in the 80s as well. Before the game, both teams used to go and get their fo- team photo taken behind the members stand. There's a black and white photo. And I've got one on our wall here, which is the 1971 grand final side and who they played mainly uh, St. George that day, I should say. And um, in that is Paul Sate. And Paul Sate played 16 tests for Australia. And when people, you hear that, people go, what? 16 mm. tests for mm. Australia. He was, a, he was a back row centre. And my father used to always say, he's the best under the radar player that's ever played the game. And what he meant by that was, he played 16 tests. He played nearly 200 games for Australia, uh, for um, South Sydney in first grade. Could play any position. Was the most reliable player you could ever play with. Didn't matter whether he played centre, wing, second row, lock, whatever it may be. He was one of the best players on the field week in, week out. And unfortunately, we lost him at uh, the age of 76 to... Still young, eh? Yeah, absolutely. So a tremendous player. An outstanding rugby league man he was. Nice words, mate. Uh, as a South Sydney supporter, it's a... Well, rugby league fans today would be uh, pretty uh, saddened by that news. They're all falling. I know. They're all falling. Let's hope it's not happening in three. You know, it normally happens in threes. Mm. Let's hope it didn't doesn't happen again. Hey, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SEN Network as well, and and those listening via the SEN app. Uh, and our listeners are on through SENZ in New Zealand. And I've got a text here already from 426. Mm-hmm. They're saying worst news in New Zealand that, of course, uh, Sports Entertainment Network has sold SENZ. Well, I tell you, nothing changes, guys. 
you're play still, on. It's play on as yeah, per mate. usual. We're still, by the way, we are still involved with SENZ and, and the changeover, I believe, again, it doesn't happen until February next year of ownership. But I, I tell you what, the new owners are, are committed to great content and, and, and we're still part of that. So you're still going to hear... Us and I think Joel and Fletch are on SENZ, so maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing for some. Unless you're hoping that mm-hmm. we get booted, mm-hmm. um, you can take that up with the new owners. But uh, it's a big day in New Zealand sports radio today. But uh, as far as we know, and as far as we're planning, nothing changes. Exactly, Michael so, in so. Christchurch. But thanks for your text, mate. We we do appreciate it. So it's actually not a sad day, mate. It's uh, play just, on, like yeah, we said, play yeah. on. New new chapter. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Kia, our partners, I should say, also World Gym Australia. Uh, you're the most important person on our show. 0457 736 736, except for a couple of you. You know who you are. Uh, text in double eight double three if you're in New Zealand or call in 1300 Reptile, we can't read that, okay? It's very funny. <laughs> about the yeah, all right. response he gets to when he hears that song. Yeah. Now listen. Yeah. I am in I'm in trouble at the gym already. Are you going to the gym? Oh you I go to uh, a joint called Keezer. Yep. It's the one that Ian Healy, you'd hear him every second ad on the radio sprouting. And Heel's got me onto it actually. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, I'm I can do most of the exercises, right? But it's it's what's this part is this called abs? Yeah. Well, in, yours is an ab. Yeah, no, mine's just a like a so gigantic get, Chico roll. Are you getting in trouble for not wiping down the, the machine? No, no, it's, I'm okay. not doing all that. No, I'm just in trouble because I can't do an ab crunch. Okay. I just... You think the only crunch comes from a ship, <laughs> don't you? I'm, I go, I go, my stomach is getting in the way. I've noticed you've been eating a lot of fruit. Yeah, yeah, I do that every night. Well, we used to be eating banana bread and muffins. Uh, your miso is cut down on. The fruit bowl used to be full of chocolates yeah. from Rebecca. So, now all good. But, mate, yeah, it, my stomach hurts now. Mm. So does that mean it's working? Yes. Right. But then you've got to double it up with really good nutrition. Oh. Okay. What did I have for lunch today? Oh, I had some leftover Peter's ice cream cake. Oh. Mate, I've said this to you before. Ice cream cake is the best ice cream. It's unbelievable. <sighs> And I had half a bag of salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> that aside, it's been a good day. So you know how your abs are working? Yeah. You're hurting? Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, it's how I am. Uh, TikTok, you can follow us, Sports Day SCN, Instagram, SCNQ, uh, and on Twitter, Sports Day NSW. Tonight's show, it's a ripper. We'll put together this. <laughs> Sharks prop and friend of the show, Toby Rudolph, is joining. And the reason I want to get him on is because he told – you went here last time. Mm. He told Rat and I that he was going on a bender of a preseason trip. He was going to Vegas a couple of times. Bolivia. Bolivia. Yeah. Uh, Bali. Yep. I'm going to check in and see if he's alive. Mm. Well, I know he's alive. And he was going to have toe surgery as well. And I also want to find out about his podcast, <clears throat> Stuck in the Middle with No C. So S-T-U-K, Stuck in the Middle. Is that a, just a spelling error? Well, two front rowers, both he and <laughs> his mate Liam Knight. He's gone to the doggies, of course. Yeah. So I want to find out how that's going. Oh, yeah. Working with Gus, that'll be a ball. Uh, who's working hard, thanks to our mates at Bunnings. Things that make you go... Mmm, is on tonight as well. I've got one for you. All right, hang on, hang on. Do I have to play the intro now no, or no, later? No, no, after I say it. <clears throat> well, I've got to find it. So you know when you've got a mate that says, oh, I've joined the gym, 
Stop it. He goes to a gym, <laughs> but then he eats potato and salt and vinegar chips for lunch. Listen, that's not even funny. Mm. I can't even find things that make you go, hmm. I'll get. Uh, I'll ask Daddy if he can help me out locating that. Um, if you've got a thing that makes you go, mm, uh, let us know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double three. If you're in NZ, former Kookaburra Simon Orchard, ahead of the JDH Hockey One League finals. Now, Simon joins us on a Wednesday night with uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Uh, for those who don't know, he used to play hockey. He did at the top level. Kookaburra. So, yeah. Um, last night. Mm-hmm. Last night I talked about I'm sick of sports being called sports when they're not sports. Yep. And and I think they're hobbies. I'm going to continue that debate tonight. Which sports do you think shouldn't be called sports? And, and my I, I have a very simple view on this, Sats, and I know you support it. If you can drink a schooner whilst playing said sport, now you don't have to be my, – my rules are you don't have to be holding it in your hand, but you prefer that. So I'm talking – uh, lawn bowls, like the good lawn bowlers have a schooner at each end. Yeah. Right? So not a sport. It's not a sport. Hobby, okay. Darts. Ten-pin bowling. Ten-pin bowling, not a sport. Not a sport. Well, not a sport because have you seen the people who play ten-pin bowling? What? What? And those shoes. Why do you have hey, to wear... Hey, the shoes... No, the shoes came back into fashion. You're not Ronald McDonald. I just want to say, that's not a sport. Right? Uh, what else we got? Uh, pool. All forms of games with a billiard and billiard and some balls. Okay. Not a sport. Okay, I'm going to throw one at you. What? Frisbee. That's that's a beach activity. No, it's actually a. Well, it's not a no. There is like a world championships like frisbee. Yeah, but that's not a sport. I'm asking you, is it a sport or a no, hobby? No, no, okay. it's a hobby. Okay. That's a beach activity. That's a family activity. Mm. That's like saying. Kite flying is a sport. I'll put that in that category. Well, they do do the, you know, the, what's the ones, what's the, not the ones you do with a string. What's the, the, the big ones? Paragliding. Paragliding. See, he's, no, that's a hobby. That's a hobby. So you're saying while you're up there, you could be drinking a a can of something. No, but not, no, not everything you hold a schooner, but that's what I use. No, but you set down the precedence. You said, I said, that's mine. I said, that's mine. Right, that is mine. I'm going to throw another one at you. Yep. Skiing is not a sport; it's sure. a leisure activity. Are you talking you do water it skiing? Mount Blue Cow. What? Oh, are you talking about water skiing or snow skiing? Both. No, I disagree with you there. I disagree with you. W- which one? Both. Oh, get out! So, you'd be confident in throwing some skis on water or snow, and no. confidently be able to go down. A- no. No, 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 but it's a, it's a lot of hobbies you've got to train for. I, I can't I, – I don't know. I, I hope he's not dead when I say this, but I can't go and play a game of snooker and beat Eddie Charlton. Mm. Is he still with us? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. So, like, it, but it takes practice and it takes schooners. Yeah. I'm just saying that's water skiing. Oh, my God. Fonzie jumped a shark. <laughs> How's that a sport? In his leather jacket. In his – if Fonzie can jump a shark, it's not a sport. Uh, I, I think and skiing's for rich – snow skiing's just for rich people. No, I think snow skiing and – like the Winter – so you're saying, basically saying the Winter Olympics is just a, a hobby games. No, because ice hockey's a sport. Okay. That's a sport. Yep. Um, what, what's the one where um, they go 
the cool runnings thing. What's that called? That's the bobsled. See, that's that, that's just transportation. So basically, you're running for five or ten meters, and, and then, then you're, you, just, you're just jumping, and in. then you're lazy for the rest of it. Okay, you're, you're, you're hitching a ride. Mm. I disagree. Okay, I disagree. What oh, about okay? What about Daddy Vass has put on here on on the screen table tennis. Not a sport. Again, you schooner. No, you can't play table tennis at a competition level while drinking a schooner. You can't do it. Have someone has someone tried? The way that they play it, you can't do it. Yeah, but it's not a sport. It's a hobby. Christmas it, Day, couple of beers in your belly. Let's get out the table no, tennis. That is a hobby in that case. But when you're actually competing, it's a sport. That's not golf. Is mm. not a sport. Hobby. Absolute hobby. Yeah. Yeah. These sports have worked their way into the sporting arena. Mind you, John Rahm probably thinks it's a sport. You're being offered six hundred million dollars. It's been reported to and join Live. Why do they have to walk for four days? They've got buggies now. I mean, so I agree it's probably they, a hobby golf. I know and you know the other thing is they build golf bags with cooler bags to put your beers in. Have you also seen the one where you can go to the toilet? What? You yeah, things what? that make you go, hmm. You stand there with a, with this, um, like, you stand up against the bag and it's got like this. Um, no. Yeah, you can, go no. To the to- you can go to the toilet and then you empty it out when you, no. when you go back to the clubhouse. Mate, there's a thing called trees on golf courses. Yeah, it's, that's. Overrated? Well, it's an offence as well. What are you, so urinating. In public. Absolutely it is. But you're urinating into your golf bag in public. Well, that's they got this this like this sleeve thing that that makes it look like you're not doing it. So basically, they're enticing you to break the law. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are some sports that shouldn't be? I mentioned it yesterday. Did you see the vision of Katie Ledecky? She was doing training and she swam with a a glass of chocolate milk on her head to try and keep her yep. her head and spine st- like yep. still straight. Well. Some some suggesting Glenn and Shell Harbour suggesting that swimming's not a sport. <laughs> oh. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. James in Hornsby, sports versus hobbies. What 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 do you reckon? Running. Get rid of it out of the Olympics. Just an exercise. Running. Again. Absolutely. So how many people go running and you see those big fat hoopers who are plodding along? Are they what? Training for the Olympics and running in a race? No, they're just plodding along. I like James. He's angry. Get rid of it. He's angry. I like it. I agree. James, James, this is the world's worst phone line, but we agree with you, mate. Running. And done. James, have you got a have you got a sports day esky yet? No. Okay, stay on the line. Daddy Vass you is going to get your best. We give you enough. We give you entertainment, mate. We, yeah, we give you entertainment. Stay on the line. Daddy Vass is going to get your address. We're going to get you a one and a half can esky. Yep, uh, coming your way. Um, so, so running is an exercise, not a sport. I agree, but you know it's it's a tough hobby. If it's just a hobby or exercise, like I mean, javelin, it's hunting. <laughs> Don't you think? Oh. It's hunting. Mm. All you need is a pond with some fish. And that's then called spearfishing. And is the discus just a glorified frisbee? Yes. Yeah. It's a heavy, it's, it's, how do I say this? It's frisbee for overweight people. You can't say that. Well, you did. Well, but it, you know what like I mean? Like, live, just they're, cut it out. they're not nimble on their feet on the beach. 
So what it will do, we'll chuck some chalk on your hands. And just a little tiny circle. And throw this, spin around so you're dizzy as all hell, and then try and throw this heavy plate. Mm. What the hell's shot put? Who made that a sport? Cricket's not a sport, Spanky says. <laughs> Cricket is a we sport. We play on Boxing Day in my backyard. More cans and runs. <laughs> there you go. How many runs do you make, Spanky, on, on Boxing Day? Is that, have you ever reached 200 not out? As you whack the kids around the backyard. Uh, Cobra Mistake, the good oil. Uh, premium extra, Australian extra virgin okay. olive oil. What? What about Glenn, when you just said, Glenn and Shelby, Harvey, you've already said it, saying he's, he's, a young bloke suggested swimming is not a sport. That's probably the hardest sport. Yeah, I think it's, but Glenn, again. You need a clippy, young bloke. Yeah. Just clip him. Um, 976 says curling. Now, do you know what curling is? Curling is, it's That's, housework. <laughs> That's what that is. So curling. I know what curling is. You, you know, mop the floor. So it's on the ice? Yes. That's where you scratch the ice before it, isn't it? You no, cl- it's cleaning. Like you you, you got the, what do you call it? A mop? No, not the mop. The uh, the. I'm loving sweeper. your actions. <laughs> and in front of the, and sliding along, isn't it? That's curling. It's not. It's housekeeping. I agree. That's it's, not a sport. It's housekeeping. Yeah. You've got to try and get a kettle down into a circle. Yeah. Someone drunk made that up, didn't they? <laughs> Someone said to their miso, hey, listen, mm. that floor looks dirty. I, that, I, that's a chauvinistic sport, curling. Uh, Budster says foot golf, lads. Soccer, cross golf, hobby. It's a thing. So you got foot golf, soccer crossing cross with golf. We used to train... We used to actually do training sessions sometimes um, at Penrith where we'd do running golf. So you'd tee off and then you'd run to your ball and you'd hit it. It was, Pup- like, it was like a training session. Putt-putt's not a sport. I agree with that. Putt-putt's definitely not a sport. Hey, listen, just quickly before we go to a break and we get Toby Rudolph, um, Nikita won last night. Yeah, he did. He Knock, did. Knocked down in the first round. Yeah, against Dylan Biggs. I've got to say, Dylan Biggs, he's pretty tough. He broke his hand four to five weeks ago in Thailand sparring. So the last four or five weeks, he was he was sparring one hand. And then uh, he knocked Nikita Zhu down in the first round. And then Nikita Zhu, he's, he's pretty tough. He's pretty strong. And because of the broken hand, he was Dylan Biggs was unable to really sort of mount any further pressure. And Nikita mm. Zhu just took got the best of him. So... I suppose the next thing is Nikita is—is is he ready for overseas? I don't think he is yet. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's nah. ready for like America or the Mexicans or the or some of the Poms at the moment or the French or so. Um, but he'll keep. Yeah, we can keep going on the path. What will be interesting to see whether I, I've heard that No Limit want to do on the NRL weekend in Vegas. They want to do something like an Australia versus US. Yes, yes. The Maloney twins, the Zoo brothers, fighting against Americans. So six o'clock. 6.30 here in Australia, goes through to 12.30 is the first kickoff of the first NRL game, 2.30 the next NRL game. So a full day on the Saturday, uh, Sunday our time, Saturday our time, yeah. Okay. I'm hearing break, by the way, and they're all in the ring at once. No. Oh. No chairs. I'm not watching. Mm. Uh, Tiger's now set to offer Luai a deal worth $1.2 million over five seasons. So for, for five seasons. Hang on a sec. This went from three years, four, four years to three, three years. years to five years. Yep. This is breaking news coming through now. Tiger's now set to offer Luai a deal worth one point two million five seasons. Is is each is each like 
um, like publisher just trying to outdo each other with how many years and, and mm. some of the terms. So we've had three different terms over the last 24 hours. Either way, he's got a two-year contract at Penrith. When he finishes at Penrith, if he signs... No, he's only he's, got one more year, hasn't he? No, one year. But if he signs, he's yes. been offered a two-year deal. Right, okay. Uh, so if he, if he plays next year and signs the extended deal, he, he plays two years, he'll be 30 in that, after that contract finishes, turning 30. And when you get a three in front of your name, uh, your number, you should say, your age, the contracts usually sometimes go down. So okay. I'd be taking the deal at the Tigers. Give him security. The good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. We've got to go to a break. Toby Rudolph uh, standing by in just a moment. I just saw a very funny text mm-hmm. from someone on GC Dragon, Steve. I play frisbee golf, ice fishing, and went moose hunting in Sweden, all considered sports, but I was drinking all day playing them and definitely not a sportsman. <laughs> Yeah, There you go. He knows what we're talking about. Break time. Toby Rudolph from the Sharks joins us next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Mate, we know you love a good time. What you got any post-season plans? Um, it's a bit of a uh, one-up for a conjecture because I've got this toe thing going on. I might need surgery, so I've got about a thousand things planned. <laughs> a possibility of a table fest. Nice, maybe a week in Amsterdam afterwards. Check the site. Oh God! <laughs> There's a few bucks going on over in Las Vegas. I've got a mate of mine from school that's travelling South America. He's currently around Colombia or Bolivia or something. Oh. So, <laughs> I just want you to know, Toby, that that old story, what happens in Vegas, it doesn't always stay in Vegas. Just be careful, mate. Be careful. We need you next year. Don't worry. I'll, I won't stay in Vegas, but the stories will. <laughs> now, Sats, the reason I played that off the top of this chat, that was Rat and I chatting to Toby a, a couple of months ago, uh, you know, the dodgy toe, and he's just letting us know what he's going to get up to in the off-season. I just wanted to check in to see if he's still alive. You know what they say when you've got a big toe? <laughs> right. Big shoes. All right. Okay. Mm. I'll stick with that one. Toby Rudolph, Sharks prop on the phone right now. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. You're still with us, mate. Still here, boy. Still alive. Um, It was a bit of a, it was a bit touch and go there at one stage, but uh, glad to to say I'm coming out the other side, clean as. Right. I'm not, uh, again, I'll hold the trip for a moment. How's the toe? Did you have toe surgery? No, I ended up getting a fair few opinions all over it. Um, And uh, two out of three doctors said not to go with it. So ended up sort of majority deciding to go the conservative route and just go the, the slow, uh, painstaking process of, of rehab and rehab running and all that sort of stuff. So I'm moving on the field now until next year, just, just trying to get it right and trying to build up the strength around it. How do you go not being out there with the main squad? Are you a, are you a frustrated rehabber? Yeah, somewhat, but then I did like sort of, I was privy to the boys getting absolutely flogged uh, on Wednesday and I was just sort of on the sideline, oh, go boys, not really hating it too much. So that was all right, I can deal with that, but it, it is a bit frustrating in parts, but, you know, there are some, there are some perks, I'll say. The Wanda Sandhills, Tobe, are, are they still around? Do they get a run still or are they slowly eroding? No, you know what, they sort of come and go with sports science, with whatever's fashionable at the time, so... Uh, recently, uh, as in the past five years, not so much has been going on, but um, we started doing them again last year, but shorter distances, so it doesn't throw the back out and 
you know, it's, as long as sort of the it gets kicked off by the club as we say as being sports scientific enough, it, it gets a run. So it's just sort of started again. <laughs> Satch, you didn't even play for the Sharks, and you used to do them, didn't you? Oh, the Penrith boys. We were over there pre-season most times. It'd be like a holiday going it was to Cronulla. Horrific. Wouldn't it? Absolutely. Some of the players hadn't been through the toll gates at Parramatta. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, did you end up going to Bali? I heard rumours you did. Yeah, I actually went um, a couple of times. Uh, I went uh, at the start of the trip before I ended up going to Europe. Uh, so I went at the start and then on my flight home from Europe, uh, on my connecting flight through Delhi, my brother uh, informed me that he was going to propose to his girlfriend. Uh, and I had to literally touch down in Australia and then get in the, a flight and fly straight to Bali. So um, it, was nice. a, it was a round trip to and from Bali pretty much. And now, Tobe, um, Darren Lockyer one year, the Broncos went to Bali. You may have heard the, heard the story about how he bought a monkey. And he actually kept the monkey for a week, and then at the end of the at the end of the the end of season trip, he he just gave it to a family who who wanted to look after the monkey. Two questions: Did you buy any monkeys? And if not, is there anyone in your club? I reckon you'd be outrageous enough if you thought of it. You'd buy a monkey. Wait, what was the two part question? Did I buy a monkey? And if I didn't, who would? Yeah, <laughs> who would? Okay. All right, so um, I didn't buy a monkey, but I'm telling you right now, if there was one person to buy a monkey, it'd be by the, a bloke by the name of Blake Braley. He would do some weird things to that monkey. Really? <laughs> what? No, no, no. All above board, of course, yes. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. But nonetheless, weird. Oh, God. Oh, no tattoos in Bali? On the monkey? Oh, um, <laughs> no, no tattoos in Bali. Um Remain tattoo free. It's still, I, I stuck one in Thailand when I was 19 on the bottom of my lip. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I've on been the, pretty, pretty tattoo free. What'd you say on the bottom of your lip? Yeah, on the inside of my lip, my bottom lip. What'd you get there? I got the word Derek tattooed across my bottom lip. Derek? You did not. You Is did. that fair dinkum? That's fair dinkum. It's still there. When I first got the tattoo, <laughs> the bloke said, oh, yeah, it'll be gone in six months. And then I saw my brother back in Australia for a few a few weeks later. He goes, Oh, yeah, I've got to tell you there as well. He showed me his one. It was like, I need dollar signs. And I was like, oh, when did you get that? He goes, eight years ago. I was like, oh, perfect. And you've got Derek. Derek, that's, <laughs> that's, that's great. Do you take, when you're in Bali, uh, you, you strike me as a uh, motel Mexicola kind of guy. Did you, that's not a bad joint. Did you head there? Are you some sort of telepathic? What's going on here? Mate, every yeah, NRL yeah, player goes there. Things. Mate. Yeah, okay, it doesn't take a genius figure out, I suppose. Yeah, it's a pretty good joint. How it's, good is uh, it? I've been paying the mortgage for a few years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, keeping the place above board. But, no, nah, look, it's it's unreal, I will say. Mexico is definitely a favourite of mine. Uh, you can go there by yourself and still make a whole bunch of friends, which I tend to do on occasion when no one wants to go out with me. So You should get uh, yourself a joint over there. You should, like, open up a, a restaurant or bar or something like that, Toby. A few of the Sharky boys. Yeah, I could do that. Might start um start using my Bali connections to to good use instead of things that get me in trouble. So could be on the cards, boys. Could be on the cards. Name it after your podcast. You and Liam Knight stuck in the middle. There you go. I like it. Well, actually, either of you are close to Gus Gould at all? No, not overly close. Like, don't have a like close relationship. Why? Not what's a massive. The, what's fan. the mindset behind that? Not a massive fan. Well, he um he's actually put a pin in the podcast right now, so we aren't allowed to do it, which is a bit of a shame. So it's all things that come to a standstill, unfortunately. Why is that? Oh, is that because of Liam? Yeah, Liam down there at the dogs. He doesn't like us doing it in case we might 
I actually don't know why he doesn't like his daughter. And I'm assuming because we're pretty liberal, what we say, could get ourselves into trouble. But, yeah, no more. So is Josh Adokar allowed to do his Let's Trot baby <laughs> or not? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you have to ask us all that one. I thought you guys were close to him. No. Not no, a fan. No. Now, say it again. Matty Moylan, he's left the club. Great guy, Matty Great. Moylan. Now, did the, did the Shire get the Westie out of him or did he stay a Westie in the Shire? No, no, no. There's still a little bit Westy that will always remain there. That, you, that will never, never leave. But he definitely became more of a more of a surfy kind of guy in his time. He, he loved the coast. By the end of it, loved hanging out with his mates at the Mad Hueys. And <laughs> you know, I think he, he drops Joel Parkinson's name like it's nothing. Oh, me and Fano, me and Dick Fanning, this that. So I don't know if that's the Westy in him or the or the surfing in him that's, that's dropping these names. But uh, we've definitely changed him for the better, I think. But um, it's definitely a sad day. Yeah. To see him go. It'll happen so fast. And Monday was having a conversation, and on Thursday he's on a flight. So very sad to see him go. We had his farewell dinner last night, and if he's listening, I'm sure his head's very sore, and mm-hmm. uh, he's put on a flight right now, actually. So all the best to, to Matthew Moylan. Yeah, he's a great lad. Great lad. Now, some players in footy teams, Tobe, their weight fluctuates. Day off a little higher when you get come back the next day. Um, Dave Taylor, the Brisbane Broncos in South Sydney, was a perfect example. Now. Is it true there's a weight challenge every day to see if you can guess your weight? There's um, yeah, one between me and a member of staff at the moment. And uh, there has been some great fluctuations uh, <laughs> as of weight. Because I reckon looking that at you... That is all I'll say on this matter. Looking you, I reckon you'd be about 112. Is that about right? <laughs> looking at me through the eyes of the of the telephone lens. Um, yeah, I, I think today I'd be about a buck 12. I've... Yeah, I've fasted until two o'clock, so hopefully one eleven point five. Oh, I think you know who the staff uh, member is who tipped him in. I well, you share it with no, us. No, I can't. He'll know who. You got to name your sources. Mate. He rhymes. His name <laughs> rhymes with Stephen Price. Oh, right. <laughs> rhymes real well with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now uh, Connor Tracy, he's getting a lot of attention, mate, at the moment from clubs. Um, I know you guys would love to keep him, but he seems like a popular player, and then. You guys just want to see him start wherever he's at at another club if he gets the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Um, look, I would love to kind of just stay in the area. I know he loves the area, and, and hopefully he does, and they can work something out there. Uh, but you can also see why there is such high interest in him. Um, you know, he was he was one of our best last year when he was playing at fullback mm. and almost made the, the position his own. But uh, we've got a very very handy player in Will Kennedy there, and it's you know going to be a massive battle for him to keep that spot. So um, I wish him all the best in whatever happens. But well, he's still a shark right now and hopefully it remains that way. Yeah. Now, Sifat Talakai, Jesse Ramian, they seem to have a bit of a mortgage at the moment in the centres. But tell us, like, from the inside, and we don't get to see it from, from the outside, how much pressure does young Kyle Eero, how much is he putting pressure on them at training? Oh, yeah, look, it's definitely it's definitely evident what the, the calibre of player Kyle um, Iro is and, and will be in the future. Uh, he's been training outstanding uh, in the start of the preseason. He was doing the exact same all throughout last year and putting some great performances for the Newtown Jets last year uh, in the books, a couple of 300 metre games and just all that domination. So, look, when someone's like that, he's lifting at your heels. Uh, you have to do a pretty good job uh, to keep your spot. But luckily, those boys have both delivered. But they definitely know he's there. He's, he's not going anywhere and he's not hiding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very quality player, KL Hero. Now, you shaved the head for a great cause last year. You got rid of the locks. Um, 
How long is it at the moment? Have you grown most of it back? No, it's the longest it's been for a while. The uh, the problem with that, in, uh, the the shave, I didn't realise the hair wouldn't grow in the corners of my head. It sort of just sort of stayed <laughs> gone. So that was unbeknownst to me. Didn't know that was going to be part of the deal. Uh, but no, look, it's, it's coming along nicely. I'm just sort of deciding whether to go a mullet or a completely bald head. But uh, it was all for a good cause. And uh, I'm very glad with, with how the end result was, minus the cornering. But everything else is good. Yeah. Could you go a combination of both? Bald on top and just the mullet out the back. Love it. I love where you come from there, Jay. That's a well, pro- that's a prop. I'm, I'm pretty cut, sure, yeah. Mm. I think that's that's the only way I can grow a mullet at this stage is a, is a bald head and long out the front. So. Apparently, Gus rang him and said he can't do it. <laughs> Mate, when have you listened to Gus Gould? Like seriously. Oh, the man's I don't know. A dinosaur. Don't start me on him. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, mate, I think we've covered everything. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to round one, obviously, against the Warriors in New Zealand. When are you back full at it, mate? I've been back since last Friday, so uh, this is the end of the second week tomorrow. So it's been a solid week. Uh, obviously, the boys are definitely feeling it more than me since I'm not running, but uh, I'm still in the chamber getting my ass handed to me in other ways. It's fun. <laughs> and and just, just for the record, what's your ideal playing weight? Um, oh, I don't know, whatever, whatever 108, I'll just say. Okay, right, yeah. that's all right. right You're yeah. only four kilos off. We'll check back in in February. He's one of our favourites, Toby <laughs> Rudolph, mate. Uh, have a good, is it too early to say Happy Christmas? Never too early. Um, I'll allow it if you guys want. I like you guys a lot. Yeah. All right, no worries. And, mate, I hope, I hope you're allowed to do another podcast yeah. eventually because it was good. If you had to replace him with a Cronulla player, who would it be? Um, oh, Nico, because he's probably got the uh, most amount of hype yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Trying to get the podcast out and there, you know. Commercially as well, more money, sponsors. Yeah. Like hair care products. That's, that's what I'm talking. His hair looks you dirty. Know, I, I, my market's gone for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does need to wash his hair, he? needs to he? wash his hair. Yeah, 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 it doesn't. Apparently it stinks. I don't know. I'm just passing on the message. Uh, Toby. Yeah, thank... yeah, that, that's the rumors. Is. is it true? It does stink? Yeah, it looks like. It smells like feet. <laughs> I heard there's a family of birds living in it. I'm yeah. just, again, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, mate. No, I heard chipmunks, boys. All good. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good luck with uh, pre-season. Have a good Christmas, and hopefully we'll uh, catch up with you before you uh, take on the Warriors in round one. Toby Rudolph, thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, thanks boys. Appreciate having me on. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. You're sitting up to watch the T20 tonight. The Aussies taking on... Negative... India, yeah, I'd, I'd rather see the Australian players back home at least playing some Shield or Big Bash or something like that. You're what just a, on a high after the World Cup. Anything that comes after it is... Five is, games. Yeah. Who cares? Simon on the Gold Coast, running is not a sport, so Usain Bolt is not a sports person. If you think that, you're off your head, he says. You, did, you said that, didn't you? I didn't say that. Yes, you did at the start of the show. Didn't the, you say running's not a sport? The caller. Oh, well, now you're blaming our... Audience, hot dog eating championships, it's its a hobby. That's a hobby. Is playing marbles a sport? At what playground did Glenn lose his? 
Simon. Oh, he's doing gear, Simon. Playing for the Tigers can't be a sport. It's almost cap of punishment. Wow. West Sydney Eagle. I don't think you'll be saying that this time next year, West, Western Sydney Eagle. Yeah. Jerome Luai heading there. Hey, uh, we're going to farewell our track listeners in just a moment, including those in Canberra. Don't forget to the Hockey One finals. Aron, we'll catch up with Simon Orchard, former Kookaburra, uh, soon to discuss all that. If you want to hear that chat, uh, download SEN and stream it on the app. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk all things cricket. Uh, Daddy's got three burning questions for us. Plus, Simon Orchard joins us. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome to it. Second big hour of Sports Day, Thursday night edition. Scotty Sattler, grand final hero from 2003. Shut up. And and, what do you mean shut up? It's what you are, mate. And I am a constant Chico Roll eater every year. Hey, um, mate, what are you eating? It smells rank. What do I eat every night? Broccoli. And salmon. It's, it's disgusting. Well, can I just tell you, it's better than ice cream cake and salt and vinegar chips before you go to the gym. Mate, no, it was after. And it was for lunch, and it was a half a bag of salt and vinegar chips. We've got some great texts here around sport or hobby. Mm-hmm. 0457 736 736. Explain why, Sats. Or the Kiwis, 8833. So this is on the back of, can you remind me? I, I don't think, I think there are sports labelled as sports and they shouldn't be. We, we started it last night and we threw up things like frisbee and uh, snooker. Like I think any sport you can play, drinking a beer is not a sport. Yeah. Right, And there's a fair argument to that. Oh, I disagree with some of them. No, that's fair enough. That's Mystery true. Man says to me, don't bring yourself down to this nonsense, Sats. You know golf is a sport. But it, it isn't. It, it's, it, it does take a large amount of skill to play it. And, and But you know the thing is? What? I'm a 32 hand, handicapper and I can play it. Well, you can't. You don't have to actually you have actually skill. No, it. you don't actually have to. I'm a ball manufacturer's dream. Mm. You don't need skill to play it. Anyone can play it. But it's a, it's a difference between playing it and then competing at it. How boring would that be? <laughs> How boring would it be to be good at a sport or a hobby? No. Mm, what about, uh, hey, guys, diving is not a sport. It's a punishment pirates made you do, <laughs> like walk the plank. Luke. I like, I like that. That's a, that's a really good one. See, so bombing. Get... It's like, it's, it's, it's one... It's one leap away from bombing, and that's not a – seriously, that's not a sport, is it? You'd be an awesome bomber. You'd get, you'd get maximum splash. Mate, if I entered the water perfectly, I reckon I'd still drown everyone in the stadium. So, Rita from Hamner Springs, what do you call her? Rita the man-eater. Not only is sport swimming not a sport, it's so boring that they invented four different ways to get back to where they started. What? You think – as well, have backwards or sideways running in the Olympics. And we've also got, is someone here going to tell Missile, that's Michael telling us, is any of us going to tell Missile that 
Sport swimming is not a sport. We've got missile covered. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, true. So was rap. Dancing is not a sport. Break dancing is not a sport. I agree. Break dancing is not a sport. Skateboarding well, you said is not a sport. Skateboarding's a sport unless you're over the age of fourteen. <laughs> no. No You've got to be older than that. What no, but adults should not be riding skateboarding. No, you... anyone with a two in front of their age and upwards. You can't ride a skateboard. I think if you're old enough to have a, a driving license, yeah, you can't use a skateboard because it's a mode of transport. Mm. It's not a sport. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree, disagree with that one. The teen, if you're a teenager and you're skateboarding for Australia in the Olympics, sport. If you're a so-called artist mm-hmm. and you're riding a skateboard, stop being a bludger. I saw Bradman Best. I don't know where I got artist out of this, but I saw Bradman Best walking. He was walking one of the boxes in last night at Newcastle. He had one of those mad man bags. Oh, see. They're all wearing. See, I think Bradman Best and Caelan Ponga would skateboard around Newcastle. Absolutely. Yeah. Without knee pads, though. Give them credit. <laughs> yep. Without. Here he, hello. You okay? They walk around Newcastle. Oh, that's right, because you, your, your friend saw uh, best walking his dog. Yeah, and what and, did the, what was the, what things that make you go hmm? Yeah, yeah. What what again did that tell us that he was walking his dog? That he was staying at Newcastle. Or that he was staying. Are you day. serious? That he was happy because he was walking with his miso and his dog. <laughs> Skateboarding is just surfing for the city folk. That's right. Remember true. they used That's the, true. Remember Seven, how nine, eight? competitive skateboarding started? It was in Los Angeles in empty pools. Yeah. So it's it's not a sport. Mm. Um, synchronized swimming is not a sport. Did we cover that one off from Stumpy? I think we did. No, we didn't. It's it's not a sport. I don't know. Again, I don't want to be. Well, I don't want this coming wrong. Greg the wrong said way. the same thing. He said, "What the hell is synchronized swimming? That's not a sport. It's premeditated drowning." What about ride on mower? What racing? What? what? That's, that's not. A, that's not even a competition. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a chore. It's a chore. <laughs> It's like, um, what's that other one? Is curling. Curling's a chore. Oh, I don't know. What, what are we going to introduce? It's an Olympic sport. So. Darren and Ken says, tell the bloke with a beard and attached to the darts is not a sport. Mm. No, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to tell anyone to their face. <laughs> but just making observations here. There we Matt's, crime, taken, Matt's crime? taken a P-Y double. Crime scene saying, I've never seen you as a big unit. By the way, is darts a sport? <laughs> Yeah. What about crime scene? Swimming is not a sport. It's a leisure activity for wealthy white people. What are you going on about crime scene? Well, golf was a golf was for, for wealthy white people. Really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And it took Tiger Woods to change a lot of that. Tiger used to have to sit in the car park and get ready and eat his pre-match meals and because he wasn't allowed in the clubhouse and he used to walk up to the... I told you this last week, didn't I? He used to walk up to the... Marshall and say, yeah. where's the first tee? What's the course record? Yeah. And he actually, I think when he was, did you just say this? When he was playing his first Masters, he still wasn't allowed to go into the clubhouse? Yeah, then he was responsible, of course, for the following years. Yes. Um, um, the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just one off before we come to you, Daddy. You're here for a reason. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't a joke. Uh, but anyway, boys... Mikko from Toowoomba. Yeah. I know this answer, but can you tell uh, Mikko and some of our listeners who don't know this, mm-hmm. you played for 10 teams, mm-hmm. but why didn't you play for Souths? I got off to go to Souths twice, very early on in my career, and then 
when I was leaving Panthers. And I didn't because I wore the same jersey, Miko, as my father, number 13. And that was what his legacy was. So I didn't want to go there and completely stuff that up. Yeah, and you didn't, you didn't want to be compared to your dad, did you? Or let him no, down? I didn't want, well, I didn't want to let the jersey down. Yeah. Did and you, what I mean by that is I'd, I would have always been confident in the way that I played and what I gave the club. That would never be a concern. But if, if you've got an injury and you miss the whole year and all of a sudden the fans are on you about... You but know, was just, it also I'd, an added layer of pressure? I uh, didn't think about it. I never really no. thought about it. So, I, okay. like pressure, I just, I just thought that was his legacy, and that needs to be left alone. Yeah, right. Yeah, Daddy, oh, did you I have was, a question? I was, no, I was going to ask you if, if he had that in his mind every time he went out there. No, no matter who you played for. No, no not this bloke. So, did you look at every thirteen jumper that was worn by South? Did you always keep an eye on who was wearing it? I loved it when Sam wore it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? What about now? Oh, Cam Murray, yeah, absolutely. But I loved, loved it when Sam wore it. Yeah. That performance, eh, 2014 yep. grand final. Oh, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Oh, yep. I think the performance by his brother was better. Okay, so we've got a couple of texts here now about sport or hobby. Yeah. Okay, and... Uh, <laughs> log rolling. <laughs> is there actually such a thing That's as log rolling? Yeah, there yeah. is. Okay, so I'm going to okay, read... Okay, i got another one for you. I'm going to read this one out. Be, okay, go quick. Just until I find this other one. So this guy's called... Poiter. Poiter. That's his text. And he said, Poiter. walking is not a sport. So there we go. Here we go. Oh, I just found it. The other one from Spring Farm Crusher says the 20 kilometer walk, please. If that was deleted from the Olympics, no one would even realize. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Jane Savile would. Wife carrying is not a sport. Is it? They use Are you it. right <laughs> sipping your cup of tea it's while we're on air? <laughs> it's a skill. Don't they use wife carrying in some um, yeah, like yeah. tough man competition? Like no, like, there's actually a wife carrying. Yeah, it's in. Competition. It's no, in but the isn't earth. it as part of like a CrossFit thing? No, I don't know. Oh. I've, I've never seen been. a video where they do like different things. Have you ever have you ever been to a CrossFit <laughs> class? <laughs> cross, CrossFit. CrossFit. Actually, Spider Everett takes me as a CrossFitter. Spider Everett and I went in a CrossFit comp oh. one weekend as a couple. No, we were in the same team. Oh, like God. he's six foot fourteen and have you seen his, oh. gangly legs and awful oh, feet. He's got the worst feet. Worst feet in the history of you, life. I'm vomiting nearly yeah. thinking about oh. his toes. Oh. And I know he listens to you. Have got the worst toes. Okay, let's get into this. Three burning questions. Uh, toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Fire away, Daddy. Uh, Sats and Woogie. What's one rule you'd change in the NRL in 2024? Five-minute sin bin. Mm. But then again, if you professional foul and you stop someone from scoring a try, is five minutes enough? But I think they need to introduce it somehow. And I've always believed that if you take a penalty kick, a goal, and you miss it, you don't deserve to get the ball back from a 20-meter uh, yeah. race, like a 20-meter yeah. you know, drop restart. Yeah. I'd like to see if a player is sent off mm. and a player, the person they've hurt, yep. is then removed from play and they're out the match. Yep. I'd like to see uh, that player free interchange. Don't wait for the whole bench to be empty before someone go on. That player should be able to be replaced straight away, because well, that, that's advantage to the other team. Well, they can if they're if they're if it's two it's two head assessments. There's no three yeah, head but assessments. If it, but if it's in the event of a an illegal play, yeah, you can introduce an eighteenth man straight away. Mm. Used to be two players. 
I reckon that there needs to be a five. So is it now bench? So yeah, and I like that. That's right. what you're trying to. That's what you're. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At. Add yeah. another one for the for foul play. I agree. Yeah, I do too. Because okay. too many too many teams get disadvantaged. Yep. Yeah, and just, it's got sorry, and it, it goes to what I know what you want to say here, mm-hmm. Daddy, and it's got to be a like for a like. Do you know what yeah. Sugar comes? Sugar Kane, one of our colleagues, comes up with a really good point. He said, "Is why do we have four or five? Why can't we have like Unlimited. the old times when you have six or seven? And the way the game plays out, well, well I don't need that extra back row. Or actually, in a centre because we've got a couple of injuries, whatever it may be. But in saying that, it weakens it weakens the lower well, grades underneath. I think I think it even goes deeper than that, like. If you're getting named 18th man each week mm. and you're not getting any game time, but you're not playing Q Cup, you're not doing or anything. For, Cup, yeah. or you're not doing anything for yourself. You are getting flogged after the game on the field in front of the fans that have hung around. Mm. Yeah, but you're not getting the contact. You know what you're I mean? Right. But you're not getting game fitness, like no. match fitness. It's different to just running around. It's interesting when you ask some players, "Would you rather be 18th man or play second grade?" It'd be interesting what the current player says. Would they rather be 18th man with the Possibility of getting on warming up with first grade, or um, wouldn't that do your head in though? Just like thinking, oh, I might play tonight. Well, I don't know. I think everyone that's sitting on the bench should know that they're playing at some stage. I'd rather get Glenn on the phone right now. Why? He's not, he's, Can you he, have this discussion off listen, here? Because he's not involved in the conversation. This is where he gets a little bit. No, it's boring. This, you little, two love this because you get he, really technical about the game. Bit, see, he, you get love it. He, he wants to be comedy hour, so we can't no, talk about rugby league. <laughs> and it's boring. So Seriously. what's the next one? Uh, next one. Out of the current crop of players, who will be a rugby league immortal one day? Probably Cleary. Yeah, the rig. I Anyone agree. else? Cam Murray. <laughs> Seriously, you don't think so? Cam Murray, an immortal. Hmm. No. Um, what? Mate, if Ron Coote's not. Or yet, well, he won't. He won't be an immortal. They've got to change Unless it. They sats. change it. They've got to change that. Yeah, Aaron Lockie is not even in there, right? No. Nah. Or Freddie, or yeah. oh, Freddie was better than Lockie. Glenn Lazarus. Well, like, okay, who will be the next inductees? I think it'd be Glenn Lazarus. Would be you reckon Lazarus? I think Lazarus will be one. Yeah. Um, Greg Inglis. No, the, uh, the guys like Lockie and Freddie are ahead of them. Mm. I think. So yeah. they, I, they normally do four or five. Well, yeah, yeah, it depends. Yeah. See, there's that many. I mean, there's that. There's still to come. JT Slater can right, and Ham's I worry not eligible just yet. No, no, but they're to come. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I worry about the greats of the game. They're going to be overlooked because like of your, time, like your coots and and I and again, Ken I think Irvine. I've said this to you before is that we should go back to past players, and we should. In you know, make one or two of them immortals plus modern era players. Mm. I think if we did that, that's that that's the proper way to honour them. Yeah. Otherwise, they may not even see the light light of day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point, and there has been a huge argument. Ron Coot always gets raised. Like he he won four comps at South and two comps at the Roosters. Played in what eight or nine grand finals. Like it's yeah. And Steve from Dubbo, I love this. Brett Kenny. <laughs> But, I'm, yeah. no. but should he not be an immortal? Oh, every day of the week. Every day of the week. So you Brett Kenny should be there ahead Sterling. of a couple of other players. I'd, he should be there ahead of Lockie. Yeah, mm. based on timelines? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He, if you had to go back before Lockie and... Brett Kenny was, mate, one of the most unbelievable... You may not remember him, but he was one of one of the greats. Oh, I've mm. just seen archive footage. I wasn't around when... Unbelievable. Going through what games. about Sturlow? 
Yeah, I mean, he's, he's yeah. There's, there's so many good throw lines. Th- that's you know? right. Yeah. yeah. What about Tugger Coleman? <laughs> I mean, but he's a listener. Let's chuck him up as an immortal. Um, I agree with him. Yeah. Uh, the rig, definitely. Rightio. Number three. Uh, will, Tra- will Travis Head be sober tonight for the T20 match against him? I don't think he'll play. No, he won't be sober. No, I don't think he'll play. I think they've actually already ruled him out. I think they're... For being pissed. Yeah. He's been crying out all week that he wants a rest, hasn't he? He's crying said, out for how a rest. You, how do you cry out for a rest? When in the presser not, after the game. He when said, you haven't oh, been to bed. He hasn't when, been to bed. You're in no, the fetal position. He said in the presser. Three days. He said, oh, you know, you know, I might be able to get a day off or something like did that. Did he talk like that? Yeah, he did. He, he spoke talk, like you. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he talked like he's been on the... He's got the same mother going Susie on. Susie Wong's for... Okay, so is he looking like weekend at Bernie's or Boonie? Uh, weekend of weekend, weekend of, of boonies. Weekend of boonies. Isn't there? Isn't it funny? Most sports in every era has a throwback player, a player that reminds you of of yesteryear. Yeah. So you look at back in the sixties and seventies, or and you know the eighties in cricket. Um, you know seventies Tomo, and and then you go through every year in most sports and pick out a player that. Sort of best resembles someone that should have been playing back in those. He's an eighties boy. Isn't oh, he? he's an eighties. Every kid. day of the week, he's before mobile phones. Yep, he he is Boone in his early days. He's he's Dougie Walters. He's he's all of them, mate. Mm. He's Kerry O'Keefe. He's he's just a combination of all of them. He's how good is he? Breath he's of fresh re- air, isn't exactly, he? Exactly. Yeah. Would would you be saying that if he didn't like get man of the match in the final? No, we are saying that because he's so good. He mm. wouldn't be like this. Yeah. We would say we. The only reason we're talking about him this way is because he's so good at what he does. And what's and the go with Inglis? He just seems to be hiding. Do you think he hasn't told his missus or someone that I'm going to in, India for the who Josh Inglis? Yeah, I was yeah. Talking about Greg Inglis. No, no, no. Like, Josh, like he's always out of every photo and hiding to the side. Like, do you think he's not told someone he's going to India? Like, has he not told his boss? Like, is he <laughs> has he just phoned in sick every day? Mm. And all of a sudden, is that? Is that Joshy uh, playing cricket out there? So, mm. I know good stuff. And yeah, that that uh, first T twenties tonight. Are you watching it, Daddy? No. Twelve, hey, twelve but, o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time is it starts. It? Okay. You, B- Bud's the can of worms, lads. You've opened there, and also Matt says I, I tend to agree with Matt here a little bit because I think we've got to be careful, boys. There's too many immortals. Just weakens the concept. I think they may have gone too far. But I'm just. I prefer a Hall of Fame. So there is a Hall of Fame. Then there's. The immortal status. No, I I think the immortals sit higher than the Hall of Fame. No, okay. they do, no, the immortal does sit higher than the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, but that's not fair. Uh, so are what? you willing uh, – let me put this to you and the listeners then, mm-hmm. and Daddy, chime in. Are you willing to sacrifice a Cam Smith for one of our greats from the past, like a Coot? Are you willing to sacrifice no, there's, there's some that are, a Billy Slater for a Brett Kenny? No, there's some, there's some that are just lay down with there. They're, they're, they'll just be immortals. Well, Brett Kenny's an immortal. Yeah, I agree with you. So, but what if an, a modern day, a, a modern era player has to step aside so he can become an immortal? Do, do we have to? Do we have to um, maybe develop a another layer, like a platinum member or something? <laughs> but I'm, I'm being. If, no. I, I reckon you should. Uh, I reckon you should honour a player from the past and one from current. I, here's one. 1981 was the first four immortals were named. Okay. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting to know that if. Because it was really just a, it's sort of like a, 
It's just a concept. Yeah. It wasn't something that anyone thought that was ever going to take over to be as big as what it was. It's the biggest honour in the game. Yeah. So I, I wonder if they went back in 1981 and they had to um, re-choose the first four immortals. Would it be the same? So Gaznia, mm-hmm. Raper, mm-hmm. Fulton, Churchill. Pretty hard to argue with. There probably would be some arguments that maybe Coot should have gone ahead of, let's say, Fulton, for argument's sake. Um, Raper, I think, is a definite selection. Yep. Gaznia, Prince yep. of Sentence, just... Churchill. Um, Churchill was, you know, one of the greatest of all time. Yep. But as you start to modernise the game, people yeah, would look yeah, back yeah. on Clive Churchill and say, oh, really, would he be... You know, if you had to weigh him up against Billy Slater, it's it's not really an argument because retrospectively, he yep. played under the conditions. He played under and Billy played under his conditions. So My only worry of those sats is that we're going to forget about those ones because we only kind of remember current history. Okay, would Arthur... Would Arthur be one of the first four? You know, he... He was still playing in the Brisbane comp in 1981. No. So probably not. No, you've got to be retired. But he had always he had already achieved so much in the game. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. In 1981, if they had to rename the first four Immortals, would it be the same? I just you – know, it's the say we do four. Yeah. Uh, two from past. Say pre, pre-80, pre-81. Make it that. I don't mm-hmm. Find a line somewhere and then post-81. Uh, just so we don't forget the greats. Who pioneered the game? I don't mind that, you know. Yeah, two time periods. I don't mind that. And I just, yeah, yeah you just find. I don't know what that line is. I don't know what that year is, but I just don't think. I mean, we just can't forget the greats who played the game because we do, and we've used this comment off air quite a bit. Presentism, yeah. Which you look at the game now, and then That's you look it. back at the players that played in other eras and go, oh, they wouldn't have stacked up in this era. But absolutely. But there's some players, vice versa, that wouldn't have stacked up in that era as well. Exactly. They would have been bashed out of the game, yeah, because they were so good. Um, and I'm not, I'm not having to go with Queenslanders or anything here, but I, I, I could not support someone like a Lockie becoming an immortal before Brett Kenny. Who did all that years ago and more? Mm. I mean, he. I mean, he kept Wally out of the out of the Australian team, didn't he? Eighty two, yeah, and played in the centres, but Wally got it back in eighty six. Played for Australia at the age of 18, he, 19? Oh, mate, you don't. I don't think you have an argument from anyone with Kenny, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's. it's I think. It's, all right. It's so. I just. Let's. We want to know the question why, but there's got to be a question yeah. why. Yeah. Who but picks I, it? Oh, there's a there's a panel. Um, a panel of, of judges. Um, but I, I don't mind your idea, a, a pre and post, a certain certain, certain yeah. image. Yeah, I don't mind that. Just find out what that line is. I don't mm. know what it is. Maybe it's 81, so prior to 81 when they first started. Maybe that's it. Mm. Let's not forget those blokes who pioneered the game. Yeah. Who were playing at the SCG in front of 100,000 people at grand finals. You know, your well, it was a Bob McCarthy telling us the story that he was late for a semi, no grand final, sixty five, late for the grand final because he couldn't get through the crowd, couldn't park, couldn't find a park, so he parked his car on the side of the road, couldn't and couldn't get in. And Bernie couldn't, couldn't get through the crowd. Bernie Purcell, the coach, was waiting for him at the gates ten minutes before kickoff. Unbelievable. Yeah, seventy eight thousand that day. They were they, and, and the great the game is fantastic now. No one can argue with that. So but Matt, geez, it was great back then. Mate, Matt throws another. Spanner in the works. Is Wayne Bennett an immortal given his contribution to the game? There's a good argument. Okay, the argument is is Jack Gibson, Harry Bath. Um, There's an argument for both of those as mm, well. So, 
Tony Holloway. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's, you can do a whole show on it, really. You can do a whole show. We nearly on have it. the yeah, second hour. Hey, I've uh, got to go to a break soon. Toolkit Depot's Black Friday sale is coming soon in store and online November 20. To 27. Well, it's not coming soon. It's happening right now. Quickly, working hard. Don't miss Black Friday at Bunnings Trade tomorrow, Satsy. Let's get you working hard. Mm-hmm. By this time next year, the Eels will have what? We'll have missed the finals. Mm. What? Yeah. I'm now too scared to talk. Because of Steve? Or not? I'm on with you. I th- I think they're on the or... slide. Yeah, by this time next year, the E's will have yeah maybe missed the eight. I think. Yep. I think they've got to, they've got to work really hard, and some players, some players have to find something extra this year. Right. Yeah. Don't mm. miss Black Friday deals on Dewalt, Makita, and AEG Bunnings Trade. Look how quiet it's going here. Greg e- Greg Eastwood, immortal. What, what's what 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 do you get out? Just Damo. on his in- intercept merit. Damo from Narras. He, he was the only he was the only forward who was an intercept expert. Who was that? Greg Eastwood. Greg Eastwood. <laughs> Rod Wishart, immortal thighs. <laughs> <laughs> right, got to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, a Kookaburra hockey legend. You also know him from Greyhounds New South Wales. Simon Orchard joins us next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show, Thursday night edition. Sats and Jay's here. We talk to this bloke every Wednesday, mm-hmm. Sats. He, what, he's, he's back again? What's he is. He, well, so- he's one of the legends <laughs> for, from our... Our Olympic years where our kookaburras and our hockey roos have been so successful over the years. Certainly has. Uh, of course, we're talking about Simon Orchard, who normally joins us from thedogs.com.au, but he's representing hockey, the sport of hockey tonight. Hello, mate. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, boys. Great to have the hockey hat on, and thanks to Sats for opening up some old wounds there. The hockey roos and kookaburras are so successful over so many years, yeah. but uh, Olympic glory has... Has not been our friend. No, it doesn't of, mean you don't have to win a gold medal, Simon. You're always one yeah, of the just a, partici- just a participation <laughs> yeah. medals, fine, mate. World it's champs. It's all about the journey, you reckon? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to shift this back to other players. Yep. The JDH Hockey One League Finals this weekend in the ACD, ACT. Who are Canberra playing? Yeah, uh, the Canberra Chill women qualified for the finals and they are just ripping and roaring at the moment, fellas. They're going to play New South Wales, so there you go. The, mm. uh, I don't know, it's, State of Origin is obviously the big rivalry, but there's always been this sort of, I don't know, intricate sort of hatred, I guess, between Canberra and New South Wales, especially in hockey. And part of the reason is, boys, that a lot of our best players, New South Wales players, end up in Canberra for uni, for work, and end up playing for the Chill. So, you know, Kalindi Cummerford, one of the stars of the Canberra Chill, she's playing... For, uh, for Canberra, Eddie Bone was born and raised in Orange. She went on to play in a couple of Olympics, represent yep. the Hockey Roos. She's playing for the Canberra Chill. Michaela Patterson, another former New South Welshman, is down there. And then you've got this uh, influx of Irish muscle uh, in the form of 
Roshan Upton, uh, Sarah Hawkshaw and Katie Mullen, who have just taken this side to another level, fellas. And they've been, not the difference, because they were quite uh, quite competitive last year, but they've just added this steely resolve, some class. These girls have been to Olympic Games, so a lot of experience as well. And they're going to take on a New South Wales side that they whipped a couple of weeks ago. I think the score was 5-2. They played New South Wales in Canberra about a month ago, and uh, Canberra just were all over them. New South Wales had no answer. So they finished second and third, boys. The semi-final is on Saturday. The, the final will be on Sunday, so obviously the winner will go through, and it promises to be a really exciting matchup between two sides that I'm sure love each other deep down, but they will hate each other come uh, pushback on Saturday afternoon. Well, I mean, you know better than anyone, it's quite a, a rigorous sport, but when you talk about the finals on Sunday, third versus fourth playoff, and then straight into the grand final the next day. So, um, fair bit on, the, on their uh, on their plate. Yeah, supreme athletes. The hockey players, boys, are a little bit different to obviously your contact sports. There's not a lot of, I guess, soft tissue banging against each other. But hockey, still, you've got to get up and down the pitch. Yeah. The thing that really changed the game a few years ago, fellas, they went from 70 minutes and two 35-minute halves to 60-minute contests and four 15-minute quarters. So, for every older fat slob like me i was thinking you beauty i can play for another 10 years here but uh what it what it has done is made the game quicker but also you get more breaks in between and look the nature of the league boys just quickly it's it's developing and it's emerging it's in probably the third year now it's trying to grasp as many people as possible and canberra actually broke the record for most people coming to a live game earlier in the season so as many people that can get out there on saturday the better and it's great that canberra have a presence the boys uh, bowed out in the round fixtures, but the girls—it's honestly a pick 'em. They could—they could go all the way, and I reckon they got the team that could do it this year. Nice. Rightio, JD8 Hockey One League Finals tickets at hockeyone.com.au and catch every final live and free on Seven Plus. Simon Orchard, thanks for your time, mate. Hey, fellas. Jesus, hey, he's an all-rounder, isn't he? Good guy. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? I want to have a beer with him. Uh, well, he doesn't drink beer. Are you all seltzer? Yeah. <laughs> All righty, texts 0457 736 736 or 8833 if you're in New Zealand. We've actually just come up with a talkie for – I want to do it with you on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Don't name it now because people Don't. start giving their nominations now. Okay. Well, no, we'll, yeah, uh, no, no, you're right. A little bit of a teaser. We're going to think about what immortal status would look like in another code. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we've been talking about sports or hobbies. We've been talking about well, the latest – is too many, too many immortals. Does it ruin the uh, the exercise? Uh, some people have thrown up their their um, nominations, which we're going to get to as well. But sport or hobby? Canara Cowboy says golf is a hobby. At least twelve beers around, and I get better. Also, where else can you crack a beer at seven thirty a.m. tea time? Well, yeah, I'm not supporting that. But you did say it was a bit of a concern at your. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Where it? we play, yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I've said that all along. Golf's a hobby. It's not a sport. Driving past the gym doesn't count, Woogie. No, I went in. I'm really sore. Mm. I'm sore today. Even my bum's hurting. Now, Dan, Daniel, Stormy Daniel, listening on the app. Gents, with the Tigers officially making a $4.5 million deal to Luai, the polarizing Panther would be a game changer for the West Tigers. He's a bona fide winner. Agree. And he's a game changer. He would drive standards and accountability. Tick, tick. Uh, there's a lot of Benji Marshall in Jerome Luai. Yeah, tick. I agree with that as well. He's the same style, freewheeling, off the cuff, play what you see type footballer. Can't agree anymore. 
People talk about a culture changing need at the joint venture club. Lou, I would assist in that process. Uh, I agree. Chorus, there's Croy, Sow, there's Bateman, there's Papali'i. So the list is starting to grow. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good message there. Good mm. uh, good text, Stormy Daniel. I couldn't agree anymore. I I don't think he can knock it back. And no. um, yeah, I hope he earns as much as he potentially can in, in the rest of his career. Hey, um, I just got to say, uh, Rita, the meat eater, has been back on the text. Yeah. She says uh, pole dancing is a sport. No. She says especially when she's doing Did I tell what? you? I, I lived with a pole dancer for a while. I did. I lived with a pole dancer. Really? Yeah, it was not a stripper. No, an actual pole dancer. She owned pole dancing centres. Really? Yeah. Was it a lucrative business? The pole dancing. Yeah, she had about three or four of them, and and women would just come in and do pole dancing for exercise. For exercise. Yeah, it's actually it's not a sport, but it's considered an exercise. Okay, I could see it would be very difficult. Did you ever try it, Woogie? No, but I kept running into the pole and it was in the lounge room. Was there seriously a pole? No, there was. Yeah, best thing is because it was she'd work every night. I had the joint to myself. Mm. Sit around on the couch in Mondays, <laughs> eating ice cream. It's fantastic. Oh. Hey, um, I tell you what, you've upset Steve from Dubbo. Oh, about Parramatta. I can't wait till next year's semis. I won't forget what you said, Sats. <laughs> why be a flog? Why be a flog for Sats? We hardly had the same team two weeks in a row, Steve from Dubbo. Mm. Rooster Muzz says, Frank Burge is the only immortal that never won a premiership or captained Australia. There you go. Yeah. All right. Mm. We've got to go to a break. More of your text coming up in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome back to the show. Second last segment for the night. So that's, and it's time to do this. Oh, plenty of things make us go, mm, don't they? i got one here. Yep. Rod from Acacia Ridge in Brizzy. Andrew Johns made the immortals. That's a joke for me, he said. I think he deserves to be there. Rod, I think he eventually would have been there anyway. Rod, is that a bit of Brisbane bias, a bit but of he, Queensland bias, buddy? I think, um, I know that there's some people believe that maybe off your antics, um, but what he did on the rugby league, I mean, he... His domination at times in really important origin games, test matches. I know that he was assigned to playing a hooker role at, at one stage as well. Tuvi was playing halfback and there was, there was others that were sort of playing. Kamali, Noddy was playing seven as well. But I think overall when like when they won a, two comps, he was the most dominant player. Uh, when New South Wales won big games, he was the most dominant player at times. Yep. His return back to origin was one of the most memorable. Um yeah, I, I, it, if if Joey wasn't named where he was named, I think he eventually would have been named. It's probably the best way to oh, put I it. I reckon he would have missed out. Do you reckon? Yeah, if he wasn't named when he was named. Yeah, okay. Because all the, this, yeah. There just seems to be, yeah, we only just think of the, the players that, so it's five years after you retire, right? Well, it used to be five years, I think. I don't know what the overall rule is, but it used to be you had to be retired five years. Now, I don't know whether that is still right. relevant, but it used to be. 
All righty. Uh, have well, you got the argument is Cam Smith, who I think is the greatest player I've ever seen. Should just be made, just stamped immediately. Don't worry about the five years. You just you throw him in there, but um, you know. yeah, okay. Mm. Have you got one for us? Yeah, I have. Um, one of the greatest love stories of all time, or was it Romeo and Juliet? I was thinking, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wasn't a love story. What I've do got you to mean? say, the movie was good. The great movie, Claire Danes and Leonardo. Yeah, loved it. Um, wasn't a love story. It involved a three-day relationship. Is that all? Between a 13-year-old and a 17-year-old. Whoa, 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 And it whoa. caused six deaths. Things to make you. That's not a love story. Okay, I've got questions. That's a bender. Um, okay, so yeah. uh, the 13-year-old, was that Juliet or Romeo? Juliet. Right. Not good. Uh, Romeo was obviously 17. Mm. It was only a three-day relationship. No rules back then, of course, so... You know. No, but still, um, pick on someone your own age. Uh, Three-day relationship. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like if you go out on a Friday. Don't say it. And then, and then you, you're back to your normal life on a Monday. Wasn't there a Craig David song about that? <laughs> Wasn't there? You were the man that's one of the acros in music. Monday, take you for a drink on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and, and sorry, who are the six deaths? I, I'm not quite Are sure. Are they ex-girlfriends or something? It was like the, I think the gang war, there was like gang wars going on. Wait, wait sorry. Yeah. Have you not seen the movie? No. Well, the, you put the movie back into like medieval times. Yes. And it was like their, you know, their, um, what their gangs would look like back in the day. Yeah. Was, yeah. So it was all over. Yeah, you know, family and gangs, and you're not going out with him. And right, so yeah. let me let me say it could be like cousins and brothers getting into fights. So I don't know. Let, let me work this it's out. It's not set in Tasmania. So, I'm so not quite sure. Romeo says to his mum, "Yeah, hey, and I'll play this out, right? Okay, yeah, this is Romeo. Are mom, you playing? Romeo I'm playing. I'm playing all characters. Okay, gotcha. I'm a thespian, <laughs> right? So, right, mum. Yes, Romeo. I'm just going to go out with Juliet." We're going to Macca's. Right. All right. Don't be home. Make sure you're home before the candles are out. Didn't yep. have streetlights. But was there a McDonald's then? Yeah. It's always been a Macca's. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yep. So he orders his horse Uber, mm-hmm. picks up Juliet along the way. Okay. Yeah. Get into a bit of a fight at said restaurant, fast mm-hmm. food outlet. And that's where maybe it happened. Maybe he ran into an ex-misso. Or her ex-boyfriend. There you go. Yeah. Well, how many ex-girlfriends does a 13-year-old Juliet have? I'm, I'm getting away from this. What about this one? I've got one for you. Matt Burton has told Cameron Serraldo that only he, that, that he only wants to play 5 eight. Birdo. So what, he's not open to <laughs> any sort not. of positional switch? Isn't that decision, again, you've played first grade rugby league, isn't that decision the coaches? Um. It is, but it's what's best for the side. So I think if you're going to play someone at number six and put Burton in the sev- uh, in the centres, you've got to ensure you've got, a si- you've got to have a six that's better than him yeah, or equal to or someone that's going to uh, provide really good service. To- and now, I think that he would play on the same side as Viliami Kikau on that left-hand side where they played for the Penrith Panthers, but they had Cleary and Luai yeah. and Yo and Co. <laughs> I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Um, feeding the ball. So... Um, it's a little bit different scenario. So, would you put him in the centres? I think he's a. I think he's a lock forward, myself. Or this is weird. Or could be a really good running fullback. Um, but in saying that, I, I think in the centres, 
he could be left out. I get the I get the much. I get the fullback bit. Yeah. I think if he was a really good I thought I think he'd be a really good running lock forward where he's either he's an option for your halves or he's running angles or he's using what? his skill, he's kicking. He, he's a bit of a bit of a chameleon. He can just turn into any sort of landscape. But wouldn't five eight best suit his kicking game though? Yeah, but you can't just rely on your kicking game. Which he's got you a, have to do other stuff. He's got a tremendous you know, high kicking game, yeah. but that you can't be a one trick pony. You've got to have you know a fair bit in your arsenal, and um, and I think he's one of those players who's got this this really good build to play any position in the game. Yeah, right. Really good, really good build. A perfect build to play any position. So, but where is it going to be best for the Bulldogs? And I That's think at the right. moment, he's, yes. he's yes. at the moment he's best yes. at five eight. Text from Damo Nara. Uh, Woogie had a three-day Romeo and Juliet bender with that stripper pole. No. No, I didn't. I was joking. There wasn't one in there. I, I agree, Woogie. I admire Joey, but he should be a legend, not an immortal. No, I'm not getting into this discussion, just, <laughs> discussion crime scene. I think he deserves to be an immortal. 970, things that make you go, hmm. Wearing yeah. a tie can reduce blood flow to the brain by 7.5%. <laughs> Really? Uh, 776. No. Uh, I've noted your text message. <laughs> Shan't be reading that out. Okay. I Think like my, I like my house. Go, hmm, you guys are off the charts. Why? Think I didn't realize we were on it. All right. Got to go to a break. Oh, I'm tired. I've uh, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Sats, you've got the last laugh yeah. coming up. And, and One what? of our Kiwi listeners, uh, 905, says hockey is not a sport. I oh, know you can't say it's that. It's a game for people who can't play rugby league or rugby if sure. you're a Kiwi. Uh, the Hockey One finals are on this weekend. No, that's on behalf of the Kiwis. Oh, yeah. Not, not yeah. Australian. Yeah. Well, it's because they can't play hockey. doesn't mean we can't. Anyway, break time. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. You're not going to read that text from No, Greg in Campbelltown says, oh, a that? running fullback? He'd be a pretty shite fullback if he wasn't running. <laughs> yeah. Um, 097. Keep setting his text messages saying... Elbow's a flog. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it's Airbus elbow, by the way. Some people don't like that. Hey, um... Our last laugh is going to be provided by one of our listeners tonight. You're not doing that one from... Rooster Muzz. Yeah, I am. That's the last You're laugh. turning that into a last laugh. Yeah. Is Rooster Muzz our funniest listener? No, I, I don't want to. I don't like to label people like that. Well, I'm going, I'm, I'm all in. He is. And I, it's big because he's a Rooster supporter. Rooster Muzz has also said that if Sports Day had immortal status for contributors, I would be the inaugural, inaugural inductee. You can't vote yourself on that, Rooster Muzz. Yeah, no, I'm taking that back, Rooster Muzz. <laughs> You can't do that. Rightio, let's get into the last laugh. Um, get your kids away from the radio. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. So, Woogie and Worm, things that make you go, hmm. It is not uncommon for male dolphins that reside in the Amazon River to penetrate the blowholes of other male dolphins. Hello to all Redcliffe fans. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. Mm. 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 Things that make you
Fins up, eh? <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, you can grab uh, a podcast of the show wherever you get your podcasts from. Yeah, you too. Enjoy your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Matthew Rogers and Scott Sattler back for Sports Ooh. Day <laughs> Monday night. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good day.